Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about the Mazarot, or stars and constellations. I know I've talked about them before, but it is an interest of mine and an ever-increasing revelation. So, um... Just want to share some of the newest um, revelation that um, I'm considering. So let's look at Judges chapter 4 and chapter 5. This is speaking of Deborah, right? Judges chapter 4 and Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, She judged Israel at that time. She dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. Now, if we know um, which constellations and which tribes go together in the star system, we understand that Ephraim is uh, part of Joseph, the house of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh, the son's that um, Joseph bore in uh, Egypt that he brought back to um, Israel. So the in that shows us that Deborah, being an Ephraimite, being of the house of Joseph, which the house of Joseph is means he who adds, and also is a house of justice and judgment. So that would make so much perfect sense of why she was sitting there as a judge in Israel. She went and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali, and said unto him, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali, and of the children of Zebulun. So we see Barak is of the tribe of Naphtali. That's pretty interesting. Whoa. And of the children of Zebulun, because Naphtali and Zebulun kind of are in the same triad there, if you will. Now I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. And um, let's just kind of break down right now the house of Ephraim, which is the house of Joseph, and the house of Naphtali. Let's just look at this a bit. I think you'll find it interesting as well. So there's a strong Hebrew tradition that each of the 12 tribes of Israel was associated with one of the 12 constellations of the Zodiac. The precise identification of which constellation um, goes with which of Jacob's son has um been brought about to us through many studies. So each of the 12 carried a banner or flag, and many of those flags were believed to have displayed their zodiac sign, their constellation in which they were born under. Thus those figures came to symbolize the entire tribe to a large degree. So you might be thinking... um, why, if Yahweh said not to, um, you know, worship uh, the constellations, not to be of the soothsayers, that sort of thing, um, 
what would, you know, isn't that a false belief system, right? Um, wasn't Israel admonished over and over not to worship the host of heaven? Why would Israel put Zodiac figures on their flags? So these are, you know, great questions. Uh, questions I myself even looked at, right? And have asked. So let's um, look at some more ancient transcripts. Um, the book of Enoch records that an angel revealed the constellation figures um, to Enoch some 5,000 years ago. And many scholars claim they symbolize the key features of the gospel of Yeshua. All right. So that's very interesting in which you can, um, and you may have heard many of those teachings of the gospel declared in the stars. You know, the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, um, he always twists everything and perverts it to make um, the sons of God afraid. And religion just takes that fear and runs with it and forbades us, right, to look at these things, to look at the truth of them. But does not Romans 8 um, speak that all creation groans for the manifestation of the sons of God? Many have misquoted it, saying the earth groans for the manifestation of the sons of God, when in fact it's all creation. So wouldn't that be the constellations, the planets, um, universes, multiverses, on and on and on and on, not just the earth and the elements, right, of the earth. So, um... That keeps us from avoiding the subject altogether when we understand Enoch. And Yeshua mentions Enoch. So it's not even, you know, religion may have you afraid of the book of Enoch. Um, but Yeshua quotes the book of Enoch several times. So what we understand from that book is that the sun, the moon, and the planets are like the hands on a huge clock with the 12 zodiac constellations through which they move, being the 12 numbers on the clock face. The Lord uses his clock to time key events in world history. And when Israel began to worship the hands of the clock, as did the pagan nations, then they were told they had missed the whole point and to desist. Similarly, today, if someone believes the planets are controlling their life rather than merely keeping time, then Satan has falsely convinced that person and that they are not responsible for their actions, that they, in fact, have no control, that they're controlled by, you know, the frequency or the um, vibration of stars and planets. And that, my friend is what we're not going to do, right? So, um, let's look at Naphtali. I found it interesting. Naphtali is the one who shows Joseph's blood-stained coat to Jacob. Hmm, interesting here. So, let's um, consider the dream of Jacob's son Joseph. Of the sun, the moon, and 11 stars, 11 constellations. He dreamed that they all bowed down to him, Genesis 37, 9. When he told the dream to his family, they immediately knew that the 11 stars referred to his 11 brothers. 
was that just because of the number 11 or that it also is because that they already knew that each was associated with a different constellation? Hmm. Evidence for answering this question affirmatively comes from noting that most of their names have close ties to the zodiac and the constellations. And let's look at um, the um, lineup, right, of who's, um, who is first, right, with um, the birth, the birth um Order. There we go. I was like, what is that word I'm looking for? The birth order. So let me find it here. All right. This PDF. So the birth order. First is Reuben. Leah bore Reuben. All right. Second is Simeon. Leah bore Simeon. Third, Levi. Fourth, Judah. Those are all from Leah. So one, two, three, four. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah. All right. Then we go to um, Rachel's maid. Nope. Yes, Rachel's maid, Bilhah. She has number five is Dan, and number six is Naphtali. Those are from Rachel's handmaiden, Bilhah. Then number seven is from Zilpah, Leah's handmaid, Gad. And number eight is Asher from Zilpah. Then we go to nine and ten. Those are from Leah. Nine is Issachar. Ten is Zebulun. And also Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, is from Leah. And we have Rachel, who has number 11, Joseph, and number 12, Benjamin. So uh, Joseph's dream is that 11 are going to bow down. And everyone is born at that point except Benjamin. Okay, so and I find it interesting that, um, I don't know, 20, 2012, I believe it was, even science began to say, really, we have these 13 constellations because somewhere in some um, captivity of information, they left out the constellation Ophiuchus which he's considered a decan, I believe, of, um, well, I'm not sure, so I'm not going to say, but to not get us confused. So, and we understand we have this, we went to, to this 13th age because of the divine feminine of Dinah, Jacob's daughter. All right. So, in essence... We've declared there are 13 constellations. Jacob had 13 children. And don't you find that interesting? Naphtali was the one who ha, showed Jacob Joseph's bloody coat, right? That's kind of weird. Not weird, but interesting. Okay, so secondly, when the tribes received blessings under the hands of their father Jacob many years later, um, many unmistakable references were made to constellations. Moreover, visions such as those of Ezekiel and John described figures with the heads of man, lion, ox, eagle, which we know those are Yahweh's four faces. And I'm not saying that he was seeing constellations, either of these prophets. 
Um, but we understand man, lion, ox, eagle are also of the four cornerstone constellations. All right. We have man as Aquarius, which is Reuben, the firstborn. All right. We have the lion uh, face, which is Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah. We have the ox face, which is Joseph, the house of Joseph, the ox. And the eagle face, which is of the house of Dan, the judge. So these are very interesting indeed. So the man is Aquarius, the lion is Leo, uh, uh, in, you know, our world terms. The ox is Taurus, and um, the eagle is um, Scorpio. Well, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I've searched everywhere for an answer to that question in my head. Not sure why. Uh, the eagle is considered a scorpion. Maybe it's stealth um, ability as a hunter. I'm not sure. So, um, let's see. It is precisely these four key figures which are the most easily matched with the four principal sons of Israel because each is mentioned in the blessing. Reuben is compared to a man and to water, and Aquarius is the water bearer. Judah is compared to a lion, Dan to a serpent, which is like a scorpion, uh, counterpart of the eagle. Interesting, right? Because the eagle eats serpents. And Joseph's two sons to the horns of the wild ox, right? Of the ox Taurus. Those link to the constellations of the water bearer, the lion, the scorpion, and the bull. All right? And you can find those blessings in Gen Genesis 49, verses 4, 9, and 17, and Deuteronomy 33, verses 17. So these four sons, these are the four main pillars, the four main constellations, if you will. Um, and each of these are assigned to four directions. And you can find that in Numbers chapter 2, verses 3, 10, 18, and 25. And those four constellations are evenly spaced around the circle, as are the four points of a compass. And even non-Israelite um, prophets, such as Balaam, have used the same figures to represent the tribes. You can find that in Numbers 24, verses 7 through 9. All of this has been discussed in detail um, throughout the Bible. And the Lord himself uses these symbolisms. So I find this very profound and very interesting to um, put this time clock, if you will, together. So I'm going to continue on a part two in my next session. Thank you for joining me for this introduction again to the 12 houses of Jacob. <laughs>